0: Hello everyone and welcome to my podcast. This is the first episode of a three-part series. We will be covering many topics about the performing arts industry over the duration of these episodes. Today's focus will be the foundations and development of the performing arts industry. However, future episodes will include information on employment opportunities and the threats and opportunities presented in the industry. Anyways, that's a big of enough introduction. So let's get into the episode. to discuss first is changes and developments to the performing arts throughout history. The first major performances began in 6th century BC Greece, in the Classical period. In this era, the performances were very melodramatic. I guess some things never change. Anyways moving swiftly on, their performances were heavily tragedy based and were mostly poetry. You could say this set the stage quite literally for everyone who came after them. The period that followed after was the Hellenistic period, now these were a funny bunch and introduced a whole new genre to the performing arts industry, which was very different to how their ancestors performed. This was the introduction to comedy. Even though this was a complete turnaround from the tragic poetry from before, some of the stylistic choices of the classical period remained. For example, the acting was still very melodramatic and dramatised, but they still added their own elements. This shows that even though the industry is always evolving and changing. Past performances and other media still remain an influence. Performers are even still being influenced by others to this day. After the Hellenistic period came the Dark Ages, in 6th century AD. This was when religion was all the rage. Because of this, performance was used to show people how religion came to be, and the stories their religion contained. We still do this now, with plays such as the Nativity, to show how Christ was born. Religious reenactments are important to so many people, as it gives them a chance to be represented and seen. Anyway, we now say goodbye to the 6th century and continue in the early 16th century with the renaissance period. This period began in Italy and was the beginning of some techniques we still use today. The two main ones being improvisation and masked actors. Masked actors are very important in performances today. They are used to help the actors physically embody their characters instead of relying on their facial expressions. You can see this in Phantom of the Opera and other modern performances. The next is improvisation which I personally think we could have done without. Kidding, that was a joke. Even though this skill is extremely hard, it is vital to be able to be a performer. Things don't always run smoothly in this industry, and as a performer, you have to be able to adapt to this. If a costume breaks or someone forgets their lines to your audience, that's just part of the show. Without improvisation, a performance wouldn't be able to flow when things go wrong. So thank you, renaissance period. In the late 16th century, William Shakespeare took England by storm. His plays became extremely popular, and he even wrote for royalty. Shakespeare made such a mark on the industry that his plays are still performed today. Shakespeare's plays varied in terms of story, but he had three main themes. These were comedy, history and tragedy. This shows that even though the classical and Hellenistic period are long gone, they still heavily influenced the industry's genres and performances. Next came the 17th century. This was the introduction to opera, and it became popular throughout Europe. Opera is still performed today and still amazes audiences with its difficulty. We now move on to the 19th century. In this century, Beethoven was a popular composer, and the Romantic movement began. The characters in a performance during this movement became more passionate and emotive. The acting was also extremely melodramatic. In these performances, the protagonists would usually succeed by trusting their emotions, which I'm sure many of you have seen in modern performances. For example, Disney uses his technique a lot. And this finally brings us to the modern day. Each part of the performing arts history has helped us to develop to where we are now. We have so many different genres and types of acting, so many different techniques and types of performances. This brings us to the end of this topic. We're going to have a quick break, then we'll be back with our second topic. Welcome back everyone, it's time for our next topic. Our second topic is about live and recorded performances. This was key to the development of the industry and as everything and everyone had to change. For a long time, the main way to see a performance was live on stage. These productions were not allowed to be recorded due to copyright and to allow the performers to have as little distractions as possible. This meant the only way to see a performance was to physically be there. However, this all changed with the introduction of recorded performances. Recorded performances became highly popular due to how easy they are to access and how cheap they are in comparison to a live performance. Now I'm sure you've all heard of Netflix and Disney Plus and many other streaming platforms. Although they were already popular, something tipped them over the edge, and that thing was lockdown. Due to the lockdown rules, live performances had to stop, which made recorded performances the main source of entertainment. Although they became popular during lockdown, recorded performances are still put to the test when in comparison to live performances. One point that separates them is the accessibility of each. To begin with, live performances involve travelling to the venue, and you often need to book tickets and arrive in advance. This can cause issues due to financial issues, as the tickets can be quite expensive, as well as money for travelling and the actual travel time, compared to recorded performances where you can usually access it from the comfort of your own home. A price of roughly £7 per month is required for most services like Disney Plus and Netflix as previously mentioned. On the other hand, live performances do occasionally have offers on for certain people like the elderly, students, and people with disabilities. Another issue with recorded performances involves things like connection issues, which can take away from the immersive experience. Personally, I think that live performances are better, as you get to experience more raw emotion and have a better connection with the performers, but can understand why some people may prefer recorded performances. As you can see from this discussion, the differences between live and recorded performances have really helped the industry change and evolve to accommodate for audience preferences. This brings us to our final topic, which is COVID. I know you will have all heard of this and know fine well about all the lockdowns and how it affected our lives. But how did it affect the industry? Well, that's what we're going to cover in this topic. When COVID hit, the industry was greatly affected. Performances were completely stopped and the full industry came to a halt. The only way for audiences to consume content was through streaming services such as Disney and Netflix as we mentioned in the previous topic. Not only did this affect the industry financially with venues not being able to take in money from audiences but it also affected a lot of people working in performance. A survey during lockdown showed over half of the industry felt that their mental health declined during lockdown and through not being able to do what they enjoyed. When lockdown ended the industry slowly started to open back up. Venues reopened with restricted audience numbers and masks in place to try and reduce the spread of Covid and allow the industry to return to some form of normal. This helped the industry a little as venues were gaining a little amount of money and could start to pick up business again. However, some venues struggled too much during the lockdown period and found when they reopened they didn't have the same audience interest they had at the beginning of the pandemic so had to close down. The venues that did manage to reopen continued with the restrictions in place until fairly recently. I'm sure you all saw the announcement that all the Covid restrictions are lifted. This meant for the industry that venues could fully reopen and allow full audiences back in. Some venues allow people in without masks and social distancing, but most venues still advise that audience members wear masks for their own safety. Not only did Covid affect the audience in the industry, but the cast too. The cast and crew of A show had isolation bubbles, which some venues still have in place This basically meant that if a cast member tested positive, the full cast would isolate. Now the rules are lifted, only the one cast member will isolate and their understudy will step in, and the rest of the cast will continue doing daily tests. Overall, the effect COVID had on the industry was immense. Financially, the industry is still trying to recover, and COVID still affects cast and crew to this day. Sadly, we have now come to the end of the podcast. I hope you've enjoyed and gathered some valuable information along the way. Don't be sad, dear viewers. I'll be back with another episode on job opportunities in the industry. I hope you will tune in. Goodbye until next time.